Hello and welcome to the Peace Alliance Hope Story Circle and Peace On. Welcome, it's so good to see all your faces on this wonderful day in February. Welcome to Peace On, your source for inspiring conversations and information from thought leaders across the spectrum on topics related to the strategies of building peace, fostering nonviolence, and creating a world that thrives, shifting our understanding toward empathy, compassion, and connection. And this is our Hope Story Circle. And we're so happy to see all of you here. I'm, I'm Terry Mason. I'm on the board of the Peace Alliance. And I'm joined by Liz Gannon-Graydon, who is also on our board, and Yelena Popovich, who is our Teaching Peace in Schools lead. And our special guest today is Bill Strickland. And Bill is a longtime dear friend of mine. And I'm delighted to have you here today. Bill, can you turn on your microphone and say hello? Good morning, everyone. And I'm going to assume it's morning where you are or after, beginning of the afternoon. Or it could be nighttime. We have, often get people from Europe oh, and wow. other parts of the world. We, I have no idea where people are doing. We never know. It's always a mix. But Bill, I, I, I just want to share briefly with everyone that you and I had the delight and pleasure of touring together as performers in a tour of 42nd Street decades ago. But then when you came back, you decided to start something brand new and you went to law school. And I've never asked you this question. What made you decide to go into law? Well, before law, I was back working with a bank and I was serving as an executor and conservator of estates. And I'm a nosy person or curious. <laughs> and um, it, so, and once it got to the point where the attorneys we partnered with started asking me questions and asking, Bill, what can we do? What should we do? I thought I could do that. <laughs> you know, and so it was with a little bit of hubris, I went back to law school. And, and, and actually, I thought, how can I be an example for my nieces and nephews? If I'm going to go back to school, should I get an MBA or go to law school? And what would be something that they would be able to grasp hold of? And so I chose law school, and I would say it was the second best decision I ever made in my life. What was the first? Uh, pursuing a, a career in entertainment, despite my parents' wishes. There you go. <laughs> well, I'm delighted to have you here with us today, Bill, and you have a great story to tell. But first, we're going to have Yelena just center the group a little bit, and then we'll get into your story. Thank you, Terry. And I think we'll just um, start with a little bit different than we are um, used to in this format for, for those of you that have been joining us for some time. Um, yeah, I'll just invite you into just five centering breaths, whatever that means to you, however that feels to you. So just staking at your own time, any five breaths that are suiting to you.
And when you come to the fifth, exhale. I invite you to come back into the room together and hear Bill's story and we'll have a longer reflection after his story. There I'm unmuted. Well, thank you for inviting me to share my stories today. And uh, I, when I gave some thought to what I wanted to share today, I started off uh, with an experience. 18 years ago, I was introduced to uh, a prayer that I've include that I practice on a regular basis, if not daily, and it's called the set aside prayer, and it's essentially you know, God, I pray that I may set aside everything I think I know about myself and X. And X could be any place and person or thing. The second part is I pray for an open mind and a new experience with myself, any person, place or thing. And quite frankly, when I started off with this, I actually had to put in, you know, uh, use pray for uh, my reaction to the term God because that used to spark a lot of, you know, negative feelings. But now I can say it and, and know that I'm reaching out to a power just greater than myself. So, but the part that I really found a lot of solace in and growth in is praying for an open mind and a new experience. So, you know, the first story relates to um, an experience I had when I was, uh, a, a dancer and my very first show, uh, I was in my mid twenties and I kind of thought, oh my God, I, I you know, I've made it. Uh, and, you know, I was one of the older dancers in my line, but there was our line captain was, his name was Coco and he was about 20 years older than me. So he was, you know, what we used to tease him long in the tooth, but he was like someone's, you know, grandmother, you know, always, you know, keeping us in line. And uh, one day the younger dancers were, you know, just, you know, cackling away about being in this great show and they were on their way to Broadway. And Coco, while he was putting on his makeup without missing a beat, just kind of looked over and said, getting onto Broadway has nothing to do with talent. It's if you fit the costumes. And I took great numbers with that. I mean, I, first of all, I said, how can you ruin these young dancers vision of what this career is like? And then also, I kind of thought that just can't be, that just can't be, um, it, it just can't. So I, you shouldn't talk like that. Well, fast forward about four years and I had moved to Los Angeles and I was you know, auditioning for shows and I auditioned for 42nd Street and it was what was called a put in, you know, a future replacement audition. So there were no spots in the show at that time but it was for future replacements. And I had been told those never, they never really cast anyone out of that. It's just for publicity. But I didn't have a job at the time, so I went and auditioned. Four months later, uh, I was rehearsing another show that I absolutely hated. I, it was a production of Showboat. And as a Black performer, I just was not enjoying that experience. And I got a call. Oh, my roommate called and said, you got a call from 42nd Street. And I thought, oh my gosh. So when I was able to call them, they didn't call me to offer me a job. 
they called to invite me to come in to try on costumes. Because there was someone who was leaving the show for a month for an operation and they needed a replacement for one month. But I remember thinking, that's a production contract. It's not showboat. You know, I'm going to make those costumes fit. So I got there. Fortunately, you know, the style of the, the period of the show, 30s and 40s, the pants were baggy. So all my legs and my body fit into the costumes nicely. Uh, but I was concerned about the hat. So the dance captain had turned away to answer something. And then he turned around and he said, does everything fit, even the hats? And I said, yes. Now, mind you, I had pulled the hat down over my head tightly and I shook it around and I said, see, he turned back around, I popped it off my head and I was, they gave me, they invited me to come in and serve as a replacement. And it was only because of Coco's snarky comment four years previous that I was able to take advantage of that and get into the show, have a great experience. And because another thing I learned from Coco is, you know, the new boy rule is when you're in a show, you keep your mouth shut for the first two to three months and learn who the people are, who all the players are. So I knew while, you know, in my one month with uh, 42nd Street, I was gonna be the nicest person possible. So as it turned out, they invited me back when another person left the show. And then I was able to tour for a year and a half with uh, when we went national. And I have to tell you between those two shows, but particularly 42nd Street, I have my two families. So all of my holidays are spent with my colleagues from 42nd Street, primarily at Terry's home. So, so that was a thing where even though my mind was closed when Coco shared that information with me, I had enough Fortunately, I had enough resolve to pay attention to it so that I could call upon it later. And it opened up just a great thing in my life. The second story happened, it was something that I just sort of tripped across about two weeks ago. Um, I was just bebopping around and then a, an old resentment came back. And it's a resentment that I've been carrying since fourth grade. Uh, in fourth grade, my teacher, Mrs. McLeod, took all the girls to see Mary Poppins. So this tells you this back in the 60s. And she had her husband take the boys to a Stanford football game. Well, I wanted to see Mary Poppins. I was hurt. I was frustrated. And, and I told her, I said, I want to see Mary Poppins. Well, no, the boys are going with you. Know, and I had no appreciation for football, no appreciation for Stanford, no appreciation for any of that. And all I knew was I wasn't getting what I wanted when I wanted it. And I've literally, every time that thought comes back, I hold that, you know. You know. So the, recently I was just sort of, that came up again. And then I thought about it a little bit more and I thought, hmm, Mrs. McLeod's husband took his Saturday or Sunday to take a bunch of fourth graders to a football game, to into a huge crowded football game. And I know how I've felt whenever I've taken my nieces and nephews out for something. There's that great responsibility. You wanna make sure they're acting right, but you also wanna make sure you give them back to their parents the way they were given to you. And so, I, so now I had this appreciation for, oh my God, this guy stepped into, you know, taking on something that 
most people normally often wouldn't. And then I went to, what was that conversation with his wife when she turned to him and said, hey, I'd like to take the girls to see Mary Poppins. Would you take the, the boys just to a Stanford game? And the, the exchange of love, caring, respect, support that I can just imagine flowed in between them to get him to the point that, you know, gladly willing to do that. Gladly willing to give of himself, to be supportive of his wife and to be supportive of these kids he did not know. And so to me, I was just flush with gratitude. And then I was also, and I was also grateful that my mind had opened and I had a completely new experience with that thing that happened decades ago. And, uh, and it made me kind of go back, this is, this is exactly what I say my set aside prayer of what I'm hoping for. So to me, those were examples, two gems, two, two pearls or two diamonds that I get to have. And I have to tell you, for the past couple of weeks, I have just been floating around whenever I think of it on that appreciation and gratitude. Um, so I'm gonna leave it there and, and um, just say I'm, I'm really tickled to be able to crack myself up um, as I'm thinking about these experiences. Thank you, Thank you Bill. So Yelena, you want to, um, as, as Yelena said earlier, we're gonna do something a little bit different. We didn't really do a meditation to begin with. We're gonna do a meditation now just briefly and then we're going to go into the breakout rooms. And we'll pause the recording before we do that. So Yelena, you wanna lead the meditation? Yeah. And um, this particular um, guided reflection, I would say, um, has to do with the story you just heard and how you can integrate that story um, into your experience. What struck me particularly from Bell's story when I heard it first time yesterday is this deep empathy and ability um, to see from a perspective that he has not seen until recently. So, um, you know, I just, that was, that was my, um, my integration. It was a, a lot of, I felt such a deep empathy um, shine uh, through Bill. So um, I just wanna invite you into a guided reflection and any way that um, you can do that, you're welcome to stay on camera, go off camera. You're welcome to journal, draw, um, whatever will bring you into um, a reflection of the story. Um, and with that, just feel if you are deciding to sit and close your eyes or look down, just notice what is, how this lands in your body, what you just heard. And perhaps invite a moment or story or a time or an event 
that has been an irritant, something that has been irritating you in your life and on a scale from one to 10, um, choose something around five or six to reflect on. It can be something recent or it can be just as Bill was sharing something from a long time ago. And just invite that experience in noticing elements of it. Where, who, when. Your perspective on it from that time. See if you can see it from perhaps a slightly different view. See if there is a crack there, you can open it. get too into it and you know it's starting to um, upset you just come back your feet on the ground or your breaths the invitation is really to inquire what about this can be a gem a pearl that you have not seen before. What about this I can open up to? Just gentle and kind. Bring, bring just gentleness and kindness to yourself.
as you let that event, memory dissipate. I invite you to feel the feet on your seat in your chair. And as you go into a small group, share with each other your experience. What are some of those irritants or moments um, of frustration that you're able to see now in a different lens. Maybe just take before coming in and rejoining this group. Okay, wonderful. So we're going to go into breakout rooms now and then we'll come back in about 15 or 20 minutes. You'll have some time to share with one another. Um, and then we'll see what's alive for everyone at that time. So I'm gonna pause the recording. Welcome back everyone. It's nice to see you. So, you had some good times together. Who would like to share what came up? What's alive for you right now? Lois, go ahead and unmute yourself. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, I think maybe it was Yelena who said this, used the word crack. And um, what first came to my mind was that line from Leonard Cohen, I'm, there's, a, there's a crack in everything. And that's how the light gets in. Mm. Uh, and so um, in our group, we ended up with a conversation about, um, you know, like the, the word crack, like you're all cracked up, used to kind of mean like you were kind of crazy. <laughs> um, but how often, you know, you can just, if you can see things a little bit differently, it, it, it is like letting a crack of light into something and then you get a, you know, a different perspective that way. And, um, and that, that, and then from there we got off on, um, a little bit about what's considered norm or what's considered crazy or what's creative, mm. et cetera. Um, but, but it was a very, very interesting conversation. Thank you, Lois. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Would anyone else like to Yeah, what came up in the group? Lynn, you're unmuted. Did you want to share? Well, um, Abby and I were together, and since this is our first, uh, this is our first time on on this this um, in this forum, <laughs> we 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 weren't really sure what we were supposed to do. <laughs> so, um, but. Uh, we, we talked about um, 
empathy. And we talked because one of the themes that that came up about, you know, just being irked by things, irksome things, and then somehow that got into uh, not being able to understand why there's hate in the world and how do you deal with that? And then we got into uh, maybe looking at looking at that from from their point of view, from from using empathy to think about where that person's coming from, and and perhaps it's about fear, and um, you know just maybe mulling that over. So um, I will say that it was since Abby's um, video was not working. And, and I don't know her, it was, it was, it was fascinating and exciting to, um, to be talking to like a like-minded person that I didn't know and to just go, what should we do? We're alone, what should we do? And, and we, we ended up, uh, I think we did a pretty good job for first timers. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what we solved, but uh, it, was, it was really refreshing and, and, and dare I say exciting. Wonderful. Sounds like you did great as first timers. <laughs> Bill's waving at you, Lynn. Bill, did you want to say something? I was just acknowledging and waving and clapping. That's, that's what that meant. <laughs> Thanks. Who else would like to share? I'd like to say something. Sure. I had a lovely group, as always, and I'm grateful. But um, it was just really nice to hear Bill's story and remember that we're not the ones that are in control as much as we want to be. And that when we do open ourselves up to just as Bonnie and our group said, have God take the wheel <laughs> and not try and force that control in our lives, that the most wonderful, extraordinary, even unthinkable experiences can come of it. So I was really grateful to hear your story, Bill, and be reminded of that, that if I just have patience and faith and breathe into each moment, even if I feel like I'm going through the worst thing, it might be the best thing for me because the outcome uh, hopefully will be something that I didn't even know I could experience. So it was a nice conversation and, and a good reminder. So thank, thank you for that. Thank you, Annette. Who else would like to share? Anything coming up for anyone? I think I'm just moved to share briefly. Uh, you know, we have our own group. When I got on the phone, there, I, when I got on the call this morning, there was something that was irritating me at like a 10 level. And I was sitting that for a few minutes. And then when Yelena invited us to just think of something that maybe was at a five level, <laughs> I was able to release it. And I was really able to go into that energy that, that Bill um, spoke to, and I thought, I don't know what this is going to mean now, but I'm open. I said the prayer bill that you offered us, um, and the rest of the experience of the call was really very powerful. So I just want to thank, you know, all of you for your presence always. Yeah. Thanks, Liz. Does anyone else have anything? 
Well, I could share something. Sure. Um, I, I, we didn't talk about this in the breakout room, but I've uh, often thought about the idea about a, a plus sign. And, um, you know, because we're always looking for positive, you know, we want to have positive experiences. And, um, and a minus sign. And a minus sign um, is really just uh, someone looking down on a plus sign from above. Huh. So if you think about that, just shift your perspective and it's a plus sign. That's all. I've Thank never you. heard that before. Thank you, Nancy. I was picturing it as you said it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I made it up. That's why you've never heard it, Terry. I loved it. That's great. It's wonderful. Anybody else? We have time for one more share if anybody feels like they want to share. Carolyn, do you want to share the serendipity of the names of your teachers? <laughs> Carolyn. Thank you, Annabee. <laughs> I was just, <clears throat> I was struck because you had a Mrs. McLeod and I had a teacher, Mrs. McLeod, who she did not like me for whatever reason. And mm -hmm. she was our music teacher and I wanted to sing and she didn't want me to sing. She had her clique of people that she, you know, the kids that she liked and she gave them all the great parts and everything and I wasn't allowed to sing. So the moment you said Mrs. McLeod, <laughs> it brought <laughs> that Mrs. McLeod up for me. And um, just thinking back, you know, probably the great responsibility of of singing. I mean, I sing now, so I, I didn't miss out on anything, but probably then I couldn't have done it for whatever reason. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad you sing now. Goodness gracious. It <laughs> doesn't want people to sing. <laughs> and, and that's our song for the day, too. So maybe Carolyn and I will do a duet. <laughs> Lift your voice and sing. So Yelena's got it, too. So yeah. Yeehaw. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Well, we're going to bring our session to a close. I'm going to put, I'm sorry, did somebody want to say Terry, something? Terry, yeah. can I say something? Yeah. As, as somebody that is, you know, for, with this organization, Teaching Peace in Schools, as a lead for Teaching Peace in Schools, I just hope everybody who is here and who is listening in this podcast to really understand how, as an educator, how much impact you have. Here we are, how many years later, and people remember your name. So what is the impact you want to have on kids that you teach? Um, that's the question um, I really want to ask. Thank you, Yelena. Yeah, I agree with Liz. Uh, Bill, can you repeat that prayer? Bill, you need to unmute yourself. Okay. You'd think I'd get over that. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's called the serenity prayer. 
and it's very flexible, but um, generally uh, I use it a lot. Like God, um, I pray that I may set aside everything I think I know about myself and the term God. But you can replace that with anything. Um, then going further, um, I pray that I may, uh, I pray, sorry, pray that I may set aside everything I, I pray for an open mind and a new experience with myself and fill in the blanks. Thank you, Bill. And it's, if it's helpful, I can type it into the chat as well. Sure. That would be great. I am going to put a few things in the chat, though, to start to bring us to a close. These are some links that might be helpful. The Peace Alliance, we link to, to our website, the Peace Alliance empowers civic action for a culture of peace. Also, the link to the Peace On podcasts, which all of these calls are on, in addition to others. Also a link to our blueprint for peace. It's an initiative to make peace and nonviolence an effective organizing principle in our government policy. And you can click on that link and send that notice to all of your state and federal elected officials that you support policy around the cornerstones of peace building. Um, also, we are a nonprofit. We always accept donations very gratefully. And our calendar of events that you can find when our next Hope Story Circle is, our national monthly call, and other things that we might find that we want to share with our network. So you're welcome to go to our website, website if you're not already, and click the Join Us button to be on our mail list and join us at our future events. So Liz, do you want to wrap us up? Yeah, I, I do. And... Uh, you know, the ending is going to look very different because of what Carolyn said and, and that Yelena picked up on. Um, I myself was a middle school teacher for a while. And um, I've always felt there really is this sacredness to the relationship of the student and teacher, right? But what I would love us to carry on is that we know that in any minute, each of us is a teacher right, in our family, in the person standing behind us in line, right? So what I'd like us to be mindful of is what are we teaching each person in each moment about ourselves, about the world, whether it's a good place, a friendly place. Um, and so I invite us in each of our encounters in the next two weeks before we meet again, to just think, what am I teaching in this moment? Right, how with the person that I'm in contact with. So I just wanna make that offering to you. And I know that uh, we wanna share a song at the end. For those of you who've been on here a long time, I decided months and months and months ago, I want to focus more on music and channel music. And Anna has, Anna has offered us, me, a song every week, but now she's coming up with a song for the group. So I just wanted uh, um, to turn it over to Anna or Terry, whoever wants to talk about sharing that. Anna? Uh, yeah, and I'm going to need my, my duet partner, Carolyn. <laughs> the, what After reading Bill's bio and after hearing the reminder that we are all teachers, what I'm inviting everybody to, to do um, every day of your lives is to keep on singing and to keep on teaching and reaching as many people 
um, of all ages that we can um, with our voices and to understand and appreciate how special each voice is. And so what I put in chat is the, the Google search result that I got for Liz's song for the week, Lift Every Voice and Sing. <laughs> so however you want to do it, just keep on keeping on. Blessings and peace. Thank you so much, Anna. Everybody can go off mute and say goodbye. It's welcome to do that so we can say goodbye to one another. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you for being Thank you for joining us today at Peace On. We hope that it inspires you to engage in dialogue in your larger community. Peace On is brought to you by the Peace Alliance found at peacealliance.org.